We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, so many buttons on this thing. Uh, what does this one do? Hey, it's Coolio, if you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How's everybody doing? If I sound any different today, it's because I'm actually live in the studio for the first time in, like, almost a year, so it's kind of wild. Um, it's not actually that complicated to, to get this thing started here, but uh, there is a lot of things to cover because, oh boy... Low bias gaming is a bit of a mess right now, so. But let's see, um, let's see what we can pull up here, in and around the low bias gaming community. Um, nothing really new from Scarlet. Cool. What about Jade? What are you doing, Jade? What are you doing? Jade is uh, playing Super Mario RPG. He's also playing Corpse Bar, uh, Corpse Party Blood Drive. Not for the faint of heart, let me tell you. Um, he has another part of Wet Dreams Dry Twice, the next Leisure Suit Larry game, and also Jade streams Apollo Justice. That is still happening. Uh, he's also been streaming some Mega Maker. He's been streaming all sorts of things over on uh, twitch.tv slash jadefarrow. Uh, the Real Zero. What are you doing, buddy? You are, I uh, think you are doing right now some speedruns of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As well as, uh, of course, the 30-minute games continuing on, as always, with the latest entry being uh, Rystar, X-Men, and Splatterhouse 3. Nice little grouping there. Also played Mega Man 8 uh, about a week ago, so that's pretty cool. Uh, J-Pop for life. How about you? Um, you are also doing some speedruns. You've done a... Uh, speedrun of Super Mario Brothers, the original, uh, Super Punch-Out, uh, also Pinbot, uh, Mega Man, yeah, lots of cool stuff, and of course Ragnats, uh, doing a couple of streams here and there of, um, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and Super Metroid, uh, Randomizer, those are available in low bias, on the Low Bias Gaming, uh, Twitter, as L-O-W-B-I-A-S, Gaming over on Twitter? No, on YouTube. Uh, so many things, man. Anyway, let's get to some music before I trip over myself even more. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. post-production coolio here i didn't realize that i hadn't called this song uh that was uh, clint bacajian with the opening crawl theme to today's game from the archives it is the dawn of the rebellion the old public is gone the sun the senate has been abolished the Jedi Knights have been exterminated. Now the Emperor seeks to crush the last remaining opposition. Against the overwhelming might of the Empire stands a small but growing rebel alliance. Scattered resistance groups are uniting, and what is needed now, uh, most of all, are starfighter pilots. 
Will you join their struggle to end this tyranny and become a hero of the rebellion? Suit up, climb aboard your own personal X-Wing and prepare to fight for your life. Outmaneuver the evil Emperor, uh, Empire's TIE fighters and Star Destroyers and blast them into oblivion. And this is Star Wars X-Wing. It is a combat flight sim for DOS developed by Totally Games. Not joking or anything, I promise. And um, published, of course, by LucasArts, released in 1993. It is um, kind of neat. It's... I mean, it's still early in the um, in the era of combat sims, but it is a first-person combat sim uh, out in space. Very early time for this sort of game, so kind of impressive tech at the at the time. And uh, Ragnats has played that for us for the low bias monthly of December 2015, which was Star Wars games. I think he might have picked that. I'm not absolutely sure. But uh, yeah, there are six episodes available on Low Bias Gaming, L-O-W-B-I-A-S, gaming.net, if you're interested in checking that out. Mega Man cartoon theme, 8-bit cover, and here is Red Earth with Confrontation, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. Welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is, of course, time for the news of the weird. And as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. This segment is usually about 13, 15 minutes long, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, it's a dog's life. 
Bill Doris, a successful Nashville, Tennessee businessman, was 84 years old when he passed away late last year, WTFV, uh, WTVF TV reported, uh, leaving $5 million to his beloved eight-year-old border collie, Lulu. That's one rich, rich dog, let me tell you. Uh, Doris, who, who was unmarried and traveled frequently, often left Lulu in the care of his friend Martha Burton, 88, who will continue to keep the dog and be reimbursed for reasonable monthly expenses from the trust established for Lulu by the will. Burton was chill about the whole thing. I don't really know what to think about it, to tell you the truth, she said. He just really loved that dog. I mean, you know, what... My, my take on it is that money maybe should have gone to Martha, but uh, I don't know. Some people are just weird with large amounts of money. I think money is kind of a corrupting force. Maybe that's, maybe that's the truth of the, of the matter here. Um, but some would call it a good cause, so there it is and there you go. Annals of Education. Concord J University student Aaron Asuini wanted to ask a question in the online art history class he was taking, but excuse me, when he tried to reach out to the lecturer, François-Marc Gagnon, uh, he couldn't find any contact information in the school's portal, so he googled the, prof- the professor's name and found an obituary. The Verge reported uh, Gagnon passed away in March 2019, and although the course syllabus listed someone else as the class's official instructor, it also noted that Gagnon would be the lecturer. A Concordia spokesperson expressed regret at the misunderstanding, but Asuini is still unsettled about it. I don't even really want to watch the lectures anymore. I think it lacked tact and respect for this teacher's life. No kidding! Let the dead rest! They don't need to be giving lectures in university anymore. They're dead. <laughs> That's just weird. Like, why would you, why would this be something that you wouldn't tell your students? Like, that's just really bizarre in every direction. And whatever. I guess that's the way the world works. But does it really? I don't know. Maybe it does, because the next story is under the subtitle that uh, we do enjoy talking about here, which is... Awesome. I think that just sounds so much better in the studio mic. Appalachian Bear Rescue is on the lookout for a wild mother bear to foster three newborn cubs found in the crawl space under a home in Servier County, Tennessee, according to United Press International. Utility workers call, uh, called to the home on February 13th through a pair of gas leak found the, quote, ample caboose of a very large snoozing bear when they entered the crawl space under the house, the wildlife agency said. There was no way to safely repair the gas line while the bear was in residence, uh, so wildlife officials tempted the bear out of her den, but found three babies had been left behind. They will remain with Appalachian Bear Rescue until a foster mom is found. That's all. The, the poor, poor little bearlings. That's, uh, that's rather... Oh. Well, at least, at least they're being taken care of. So that's the important thing. They'll be fine. It's still kind of a sad story. I'm not really sure why it's under awesome, but I guess it's awesome that they're being looked after. There you go heartwarming story. I promise. Neighborhood Watch. Homeowners in the Quail Hollow neighborhood of Charlotte, North Carolina have been frustrated by a mail thief since late 2000. So when Lucy Hay- uh, Lacey Hayes spotted a car lurking near his mailbox on February 11th and saw the driver, who appeared to be an elderly woman, reach inside it, he took action. Hayes reached through the, dar- the driver's window and removed the keys from the ignition. The woman hit him with her cell phone, so he took that too, called 911, and then took a picture of the driver and the tags, the Charlotte Observer reported. The driver got away, but neighbor Nicole Kern got online and using Hayes' photo and facial recognition software soon found a match. A man wanted in Greenville, South Carolina. 
Neighbors rejoiced when a man with the same name was booked into the Mecklenburg County Jail on February 13th on a fugitive extradition warrant and a charge of resisting a law enforcement officer. Police declined to comment on whether the man is also a suspect in the mail thefts. The unnamed criminal was held on $2 million bail. That's that's a very large number. Um, maybe, maybe it needs to be a larger number when you're dealing with an unnamed man. Those unnamed people, man, you never know with them. You just don't know. It's, it's really a crapshoot. You just gotta kind of set a large bail and hope. It's quite the call for desperate times. Uh, here's also another desperate time. Police in the Ukrainian village of uh, Rybova Rudnia, I hope I said that right, determined that the unnamed, another unnamed man who called them February 13th and confessed to seriously injuring his stepfather uh, made the call in order to get uh, the road in front of his house cleared of snow. Hmm. Police uh, spokeswoman Yulia uh, Kuftun um, told the BBC the man insisted that officers would need special equipment to get to him because of the snow, but when police arrived, they found no assault or murder, and the road had already been cleared by a tractor. The man was charged with filing a false report and fined. Good. Don't, uh... Th this, is, this is not a convenience service you're dealing with. It is the police. Don't think that, um, that good things are going to happen if you need to call the police for s something that you didn't even do. Um, anyway. Speaking of police, here's a least competent criminal for you. Uh, Robert Joseph Halleck of Chattanooga, Tennessee was arrested February 11th and charged with perjury, forgery, and identity theft after applying for a handgun permit using former President Barack Obama's name according to, to court documents. The arrest report also said his application included a letter with a United States of America seal and U.S. Department of State letterhead, along with a $50 check, WTVC-TV reported. In November, Halleck had been denied a handgun permit under his own name due to an active warrant for his arrest in Michigan. So he did the next best thing and tried to register a gun under the name Barack Hussein Obama. Oh my goodness. Why did you think that would work? Why did you think that would work? Some people, man. Just... Man. 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 And also woman. And also everyone else. Uh, there is no binary. The, the two genders, ladies and gentlemen. Yes and other. Uh... Weird history. In an auction in Chesapeake, Count, uh, Chesapeake City, Maryland, that closed on February 8th, a white wooden toilet seat pilfered from Adolf Hitler's retreat in the Bavarian Alps sold for about $18,750, the Sun reported. Uh, Ragenwald C. Borsch, that's a name, a U.S. soldier who spoke German and French, was one of the first to arrive at the Berghof at the end of World War II. His senior officers told him to, quote, get what you want from the damaged property, so Borsch grabbed a toilet seat and shipped it home to New Jersey, where he displayed it in his basement. Uh, Bill Panagopoulos of Alexander Auction said, quote, this, is, th this was as close to a throne as the dictator would ever get. Scorch, man. Wow. Uh, Borsch's son put the trophy up for auction the buyer was not identified it's probably one of those unnamed people um so many of those let me tell you gotta be careful about those unnamed people um yeah our next story family values joanna Zelinsky, 62 of naples florida was arrested february 11th after stabbing her sister laura 64 multiple times with an epipen according to authorities pretty sure that's not how those work. Investigators said the two had uh, spent the evening drinking and taking drugs and Laura fell asleep on the couch. At some point, said police, Joanna went crazy and attacked Laura with an EpiPen because, quote, I'm allergic to drunks, she told officers. 
and she wanted to sober her sister up. The smoking gun reported the EpiPen was prescribed to Joanna, but Laura wasn't affected by the medicine because it wasn't actually injected. Joanna was charged with domestic battery. Uh, one would think if you're allergic to drunks, you would use the EpiPen on yourself, not on the other person. That's... oh my goodness. Some people, man. Family values... Some people have some strange family values. Um, what's old is new again to round off uh, today's new. Wow, that was that went a little more a little more quickly than I thought it would. Um, the Boston Globe reported on February 15th about the newest hipster craze. Want to take a guess? I'll give you a couple seconds to take a guess. Three, two, one. Typewriters. Typewriters. Manual, heavy, clunky typers. Tom Furrier, the owner of Cambridge Typewriter, Boston's only remaining typewriter repair shop, first noticed the upward sales trend in April 2020. I was busy beforehand, but COVID raised my business by 40%. That is, that is a lucky stroke. Um, most people would say the exact opposite. Uh, while typewriters can't take the place of digital communication devices, they're attractive to young people for creative endeavors that have become popular during the lockdowns. My customers use it for journaling, poetry, creative writing, Furrier said. It's all about writing without internet distractions, about getting into a zone. You know, I, I can't really argue with that. Uh, with pandemic restrictions in place, Furrier brings typewriters out onto the sidewalk for customers to inspect, then disinfects them and returns them to the window. Customers, quote, instantly get the typewriter bug, he said. Yeah, the, there's, like, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. There's really something with the whole no distractions part of that that I can kind of agree with. Because there's so many distractions. Everything wants your attention all the time. But typewriters will only ask for one type of attention, and that is typing. You type, the words come out. It's a bit noisy, but that's fine. You're not going to get your, your notifications about your, your eBay auction has been outbid. Or, um, you know, there's this... Things going on online, this huge sale, but the typewriter doesn't know. Typewriter's not gonna know. It's just gonna let you type. And yeah. Yep. Cool. Good good on that. Good on that. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Let's get to the music.
was Rico Herent with Reset Lullaby, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And it is time for gaming next month. Yes, it is time to get the game releases that are going to be coming out in March of 2021, starting with uh, March 2nd, four new releases, Harvest Moon One World for the Switch, Maquette for P- PS5, PS4, and PC, Neptunia Virtual Stars for PS4, and Yakuza Like a Dragon for PS5. On March 3rd, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 drops on the PC. On March 4th, we have four new releases. We have Arnosuke DX and Ciel No... Uh, uh, sorry, Arnosurge DX and Ciel No Surge DX for PS4, Xbox... Uh, PS4, Switch, and PC. There we go. Loop Hero is coming out for PC, and Sea of Solitude Director's Cut for the Switch. On March 5th, we have Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. March 9th brings two releases, Apex Legends for the Switch, Genso Skydrifts comes for the PS4. March 11th, we have Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game for, which I just found silly, for PS4, uh, PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Uh, March 12th, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time that it drops on other platforms. Uh, PS5, Xbox Series, and Switch release on March 12th. Um, March 16th, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning drops for the Switch, as well as Mundown for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and Samurai Showdown for Xbox Series. Uh, also, Saviors of Sapphire Wings and Stranger of Sword City Revisited for Switch, Switch and PC, and Stubbs the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Those are March 16th. March 18th, three new releases, Jack Jan for Switch, uh, Maglem Lord for PS4 and Switch, and Marvel's Avengers for PS5 and Xbox Series. Uh, P- uh, on March 19th, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville drops on the Switch, as well as Root Film for PS4 and Switch. Uh, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town comes on March 23rd for the Switch. Long Live, uh, long live stu- uh, School Idol Festival After School YY Home Meeting! Uh, two exclamation marks uh, for the uh, PlayStation 4. Dandy Ace for PSC comes on March 25th, as well as Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. March 26th, we have Balan Wonderland for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, as well as It Takes Two for PS5 for those same platforms except for the Switch. And Monster Hunter Rise comes for the Switch, as well as to- uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PS5 and Xbox Series. March 29th, uh, Neptunia Virtual Stars uh, comes out. What? Give me one second here. Uh, uh, for PC. Uh, there we go. Neptunia Virtual Stars. Uh, Evil Genius 2 World Domination comes out for the uh, PC on March 30th, as well as Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5, Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. All of those Kingdom Hearts games coming out for the PC. There are too many Kingdom Hearts games. Please eliminate five. And finally, Drifters for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC comes out March 31st. That is the list of games coming out uh, for March. Rather large list of games, yes. Uh, but you can catch that list anytime it gets updated at GameInformer.com slash 2021. Anyway, let's get some music, shall we? You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
was uh, Rabbit Troll with Ode to the Messenger, and here comes Kay Shiraki with OP-189. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. show and i want to take a a little bit of time here because um those of you who well probably not a whole lot of people out of out there who know me all that well but let let me tell you a little story it's a little story about how i ended up um trying to use uh, trying to update some things on my old wii u and uh it didn't work out so well uh, for for people who are a little more technically minded, I ended up trying to update Haxchi without uh, uninstalling CBHC first. For anyone who has no idea what I just said, I failed to follow instructions correctly, and now my Wii U is effectively a brick. Yeah, that's uh, not a pleasant thing. I I still possibly can recover it, but not in any sort of easy way whatsoever, so. In the meantime, I have taken to looking at um, my old Wii, uh, and just some various things that are going on right now in the Wii community, which, uh, for the first thing that I, that I actually did was uh, head over to Lost World Games or at Aldrin and get myself a composite cable and um, just kind of upgrade because you know you you get used to it right I, I was using a uh, an, an HDMI cable on the Wii U I at least wanted a progressive scan image so no no interlacing interlacing is a thing of the past am I right yeah I'm right 
Um, but yeah, uh, I it started with that, and uh, I also found out a few things about what what's going on in the Wii scene right now, and also the the DS scene, like the original DS scene. Um, first of all, there's a thing called uh, Reconnect 24. Um, and for anyone who might be familiar with the Wii, it might sound a little familiar. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, Wii Connect 24 was a thing where the Wii would connect uh, 24 hours a day. Who would have thought, right? Uh, to various online services such as uh, news service, weather service, um, various other like social things, and um, yeah, just just some fun things that you could do, really. Um, and a couple of those things kind of work now with Reconnect 24. It's not really an easy way to set to set up. Let me tell you right now, it's. Like, they try to make it as easy as possible, um, and all you really gotta do is run this program that gives you some WAD files that you apply to the Wii, and all of a sudden you have, um, applications that will connect to Reconnect24, but you still have to use a, uh, specific DNS server, um, in order to redirect any requests to the uh, reconnect servers uh, but if you can get it running uh, then you can start getting news and weather updates uh, on your Wii like you used to back when uh, back before they uh, canceled uh, Wii Connect 24 services it basically restores all of the services except for the Wii Shop channel there's no, really nothing that can be done with the Wii Shop channel that was entirely commercial anyway um, but, um, yeah, it's just a, a weird thing that you wouldn't really think was still a thing, and it still is. Uh, you also have, uh, still development happening on, uh, things like Nintendo'd, which, um, now I don't condone piracy on this channel. You, you are still allowed to have backups of the things that you own, as long as, as long as if you don't own them anymore, you get rid of the backups. I'm not a lawyer, don't quote me on that. But, um, yeah, this thing called Nintendo allows you to run uh, backups of discs that you have uh, in Wii mode. And I, I want to specify GameCube games in Wii mode, which means that you get to play with the Wii controller. You get to play with the Wii processor, so a lot more processing power going to your game. Um, so a lot less slowdown, if that was ever a thing. Um, you can also use broadband services, um, which there are only like six games, I think, that actually use that. Uh, there's uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee, for instance. Um, and Kirby Air Ride. Uh, Fantasy Star Online, a couple of others, I don't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, just these weird things. Uh, there's also uh, Wii MM5, uh, um, which is a replacement for Nintendo Wi-Fi connection, which is a little tricky to set up on the Wii because there's a little bit more security going on there, so you gotta patch your game and then you have to use uh, different uh, DNS server again. Uh, it's kind of weird. But if you have the tenacity to get that set up, um, then you can play your old Wii and also your old DS games online again. Now, mind you, it doesn't... But it does work with the majority of games. But mind you, people are not going to be playing the majority of games. Um, like, if I were to uh, set up a Nintendo Wi-Fi connection to play, I don't know, Planet Puzzle League, um, well, Wii, MMF, uh, Wii MM5 actually has statistics for every game that is played on their network. Planet Puzzle League, real low on the list. Um, there's one or two connections sometimes. Um, 
if you really like if you want to play a game on there make it mario kart mario kart has a lot of players online at pretty much any given moment um it is by far the game with the most support there's there's a few other games that have some decent support to them um I don't, I don't think Super Smash Brothers Melee had online online play. That only started with Brawl, I'm pretty sure. But um, something to look into anyway. Um, on that same note, um, now there's also the Miiverse uh, system, which was a thing that uh, people would would have for um, basically sharing picture messages between users, especially uh, in regards to specific games. So let's play. Uh, let's say I was playing uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Cross, and I found this secret thing that maybe not a whole lot of people know about. Well, I can send a message on Miiverse that would uh, be broadcast to other players who are playing, and they can also go ahead and find out about that secret. It's pretty cool. Um, there are some other people who would draw some lascivious pictures, which was not as cool. Uh, those were obviously removed as soon as possible, but anyway. There is this project called Rverse, and it's kind of stalled out for, for the time being because uh, the, the person who is working on it has to focus on um, paid employment because we live in a capitalist society political discourse not going any further there but um yeah it's basically aiming to be a replacement for meverse and i do hope that the author can actually cut come to that project and actually finish it because that just seems like such a cool thing it's just something just these things that people do to keep these old consoles alive even when the manufacturers basically want them to die because they, they want to sell you their Switch or their PS5 or their Xbox series. But no, there's still some value to the old consoles, whether you want to accept that or not. So props to these people who are working, you know, putting, the, putting in their own time, effort, and most of the time money into doing these projects. I just want I just want to say to you guys, you are awesome. Keep 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 up the good work. Anyway, let's get to one more song here. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
And that was Warlord with Saturday Night Confusion, that beautiful Sid Chip music. And that brings us to the end of the episode today. I want to thank you all for listening. This has been an experience coming back to the station. Uh, oh boy, I'm sorry if this uh, if this episode sounds like a complete mess. I am trying all sorts of new things here and also kind of trying to get back into the into the drive of things. Uh, hopefully I can start coming into the, the studio a little bit more. It's probably not going to be every episode, but um, I, I do want to come in maybe once a month, maybe twice. We'll play it by ear. Anyway, uh, thank y'all for listening, and we're going to end the thing the way that we, the way that we usually do. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Parton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Segment music composed by myself, Manemini Miki, Noriki Kamikora, Twilight of Defect, Guy Gindect, Sean Daly, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm, and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also leave feedback on ckdu.ca, click on Shows, find Square Wave Symphony, and click on Leave Feedback. There is also a podcast version of this show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net. Uh, L-O-W-B-I-A-S gaming.net slash square sim or just search for square wave symphony square wave is one word on Apple Podcasts Google Play or TuneIn Radio or most of the podcatchers out there this has been square wave symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax I'm Coolio if you don't know and I'll see you guys next time